What is the biggest takeaway you want our audience to hear today from you? I would say the biggest takeaway is, is really just lean in and start to love yourself. You know, love all those parts of yourself, understanding that, you know, it's, you know, we're, we're, you know, for me, I'm my own worst critic. Right. And, and I, and I know so many people that, that, that think that they should be somewhere else in life or think that they shouldn't have been dealt the hand that they've been dealt with. And, and just to shift that perspective and, and to start looking at it as a gift and, and you'll start to find the gift, right? The mind is a problem solving mechanism. So the mind is designed to answer questions that you ask it. So if you ask it a shitty question, you're going to get a shitty answer. And so if you ask yourself, why is my life so shitty? You're going to find a shitty answer. But if you ask yourself, like, why was this a gift? Why was this such a beautiful opportunity? You're going to find the grace and the love in that. And so my, my wish for you is, is just to start loving yourself. Here's the million dollar question. How do men like us reach our full potential and grow into the men we dream of being while taking care of our responsibilities, working, being good husbands, fathers, and still take care of ourselves? That's the question and this podcast will help you with those answers. My name is Brent and welcome to the Fallible Man Podcast. Welcome to the Fallible Man Podcast, your home for all things man, husband, and father. Big shout out to Fallible Nation and a warm welcome to our first time listeners. My name is Brent and today my special guest is personal development coach, Ryan Zofe. Ryan, welcome to the show. Thank you so much for having me, man. I'm so honored to be here. Man, I'm excited. I think we're going to have a great conversation today. But before we get serious, I, I've started adding a question at the beginning of the show. So the question is, what is the length of New Zealand's 90-mile beach? Is it A, <laughs> 90 miles, B, 77 miles, C, 90 kilometers, or D, 55 miles? <laughs> I would say A, 90 miles. 90 miles. All right, guys. Now, don't cheat. Don't go. Pause the show and look it up. So, you know, just wait for it. We'll get there. Now, Ryan... I don't read accolades and introduce my guests in a big way because I can tell them everything off your bio and stuff like that, but that doesn't really tell them who you are. And I want mm -hmm. them to understand who you are and what you're about. So in your own words, who is Ryan Zofe? You know, I, um, that's a great question. And and what comes to me and, and the reflection I have is, is first off, I'm, I'm just a, a grateful human being. I, um, you know, I, I grew up in a very challenging home and there was a time when, when my perspective of life was very um, disempowering. And I, and, I, and I was always coming from a place of, of being a victim. And I felt like the world owed me something because of all the, the, the challenges I went through. And, and what I realized is, is going through those difficult times, um, it's, it's taught me so much grace. And it's, it's given me this, this new perspective and this newfound um, joy in life and 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 i know that the man i am today is because of all those challenging times and and gratitude is at the core of most decisions i make today and i say most decisions because i'm not perfect there's definitely times when um, you know ego creeps in but for the most part i would say I, I come from a very grateful place i'm grateful to be alive i'm grateful to be here with you and so that's that's what i would say in regards to that all right now, Ryan, what is one talent you have that some people might think is silly? <laughs> um, I would say the ability to cry when 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 my emotions allow it to. <laughs> I, I I don't even know if it's a talent. Is that I don't think it's a talent, man. Uh, that's, a, that's a good question. <laughs> talent. Let me think here. A talent that most people wouldn't know. Uh, I guess I guess I can dance. Okay, I guess I'm a decent dancer. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
I can't dance. So to me, that's a talent. <laughs> well, in my mind, I think I'm doing a good job, but I don't know if I am. <laughs> I think so. It's one of those Instagram posts. In my head, I look like this. In reality, I'm right? Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> What's one random fact about you people don't know? <sighs> one random fact about me that people don't know. Um, yeah, I mean, I, <laughs> a random fact that people don't know about me i guess that uh god these are good questions i don't uh random fact uh, i guess maybe i'm a seventh grade dropout i don't know if that's something that people know yeah what that's fair right okay. this is just uh we want to get to know who you are before we get into this yeah what's one purchase of a hundred dollars or less that's had the biggest impact on your life in the last year <sighs> i would say um, I, I would say the biggest purchase, a hundred dollar glass for Jesus. These are great. Um, that's had the biggest impact on me. Mm -hmm. mm. I would say, I don't even know the last time I spent a hundred dollars or less. <laughs> Hold on, man. I'm going to get it. I promise. Uh, I, I would say, oh, I went to this uh, show called wicked. It was a hundred bucks. Yeah, uh, it was a hundred bucks. Yeah, no, yes. no, not wicked. Sorry, it was a comedy show here in actually just the other night. I went to the, the comedy store. It was a hundred bucks. Yeah, yeah, that was the most impact I've had this year. A hundred bucks. Okay, I was thinking we were talking about the comp, the Broadway production, Wicked. Yeah, but I realized it wasn't a hundred bucks. <laughs> <laughs> I, I had the two mixed up because I just went to them recently, so I, I had them mixed up. No, I went to the comedy store. It was a hundred bucks. Did you like Wicked? Yeah, it was insane. I, I was I was very impressed. I, I I didn't really know what I was getting into. I was like, I'm, am I really gonna like this stuff? But then once I once I realized like how how much practice and 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 how dedicated they were to to performing and 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 like how real it was, I was just like, whoa, this is this is. I had much much more found respect for what they were doing. So, my wife and I went to a couple of years ago when it was passing through the region and. They had a really good just night out. It's like, wow, man, they can sing. It was wild for sure. For sure. She said it's amazing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So what's one thing, what's what's something everyone should know about you before we dive into our topic today? I would say that I I am 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 a grateful human being and and my intention in every situation is to love unconditionally. And, and to and to remove any judgment from any situation or any decision that I make. Okay. I was I was going through uh, some of your material before the show, you know, getting ready for everything. And you have a very Tony Robbins vibe going on in your presentations. <laughs> I, I was enjoying watching some clips from uh, some of your presentations and workshops you've done. So, Thank you, man. So, yeah, so I, I've been in proximity of Tony for the last four years. So that, that makes sense. Um, I've done, I think I've done close to 30 seminars at this point. So I'm thinking close to like 2000 hours in his presence. So I feel like a lot of his, his approach has definitely rubbed off on me for sure. <laughs> well, the, the influence shows, but it's not a bad thing. Just, I, mean, I was watching some of your videos on your social media accounts and we'll share all those guys in the links down below and in the show notes that I was watching some of your uh, seminars and it's like, man, I, I recognize that vibe. You got to got that power just like yeah kind of raw raw moment going on where people are just getting into it and you flow and you can see you get so worked up it's very cool yeah man i love the energy you bring into it now, yeah, guys, thank you for that 
few minutes just getting to know Ryan. And uh, I want you to, to know who he is before we get into this. In the next part of the show, we're going to dive into some common things that are preventing people from growing into their best selves. And uh, we'll keep rolling from there. Right now, we're going to roll to our first sponsor, and we will be right back with more from Ryan Zofair. Now, before we go any further, I don't always share with you guys how much I love doing the podcast and how it's affected my life. Doing the podcast has increased my speaking ability. I get to meet all kinds of extreme people. It's great for my business. And I just really love it. And part of the reason I love it is I shove off some of the hard work on my good friends over at Grow Your Show. If you're interested in creating your own podcast, whether for a hobby or to expand your business, Grow Your Show is a podcast one-stop. Okay, I can literally hit record and just send it to them. I don't, that's not how I do my show. But if you don't want to do the nitty gritty, that's fine. I like doing that stuff. It's a one-stop shop. And I love those guys. They've helped my show so much. So if you're interested in starting your own podcast or maybe expanding your business with a podcast, go see my friend Adam over at Grow Your Show. I promise you they will take care of you. All right, guys, welcome back. And in the first part of the show, we spent some time just getting to know who Ryan Sovey is. And in this part of the show, we're going to dive into some common things that are preventing people from growing into their best selves. Now, Ryan, you do both your seminars and personal development, but you also have a larger business with We Level Up. Uh, that's an awesome work you're doing. By the way, Ryan works with recovering people and people dealing with addictions and stuff like that. And that's that's awesome. That's Let me just thank you for that, man. Having a uh, good place for people to go and sort out things that are messing up their lives is just awesome and powerful. So thank you for your work there. We're going to lay into your personal development life here and your coaching. Uh, why do some people resist personal development? How can we encourage them to be more open to it? Yeah. I mean, from, from my experience is, is, you know, when you look introspectively, when you look inside, there's, there's things that you're seeing that you don't like. And so a lot of times it's much easier just to like avoid that, or it seems to be easier because eventually it builds up and eventually it, it becomes a much bigger situation than you want it to be. And uh, it, it doesn't feel good, right? Like looking inside and seeing parts of you that you don't like or you don't love, um, it's difficult to, to address. And, and it, it's all fear-based, right? It's like fear of not being loved or fear of not being accepted. And so that's, from my experience, what I've seen, it's very common, is that is the core limiting belief that every human has walking on earth today is a fear of not being enough or fear of, of never being loved. And so that, that is the core driver on why I believe people avoid looking at that because it's, it's painful. I, I think you're definitely on the right track there. I mean, I did a show with a daughter and father and mm -hmm. she started a business called Nuff, N-U-F-F. It's out of Australia. And it was, she went through some trauma and it was a conversation that happened between her and her dad. And she was like, look, you're enough. Mm. And it, so it's just become their message and it's super powerful. But it was addressing that with his da daughter was, you're enough. Who you are is enough. It's okay. You mm. don't have to be somebody else. Who you are is valuable. And I think that is so profound. We all, we all want to pretend that we don't have those insecurities. <laughs> yeah. Right. Hundred percent. What are some common obstacles that people face when they're trying to make positive change in their lives? For me, it's it's really just getting started, right? It's it's what I've seen is is you know there's these unconscious behaviors and patterns that that happen in every single human being, and 
and your unconscious mind is designed to keep you alive and to protect you. So anything that seems abnormal or seems uncomfortable, you're unconsciously unaware of this stuff and, and, and your mind is just keeping you still and keeping you in place. And so it, it, it's, can you ask the question again? You can yeah. edit it, right? You're going to ask, no. I don't know why I just, go ahead. <laughs> hey, Gene, we'll, we'll just leave it alone. I don't even cut things anymore. What are some of the comical, <laughs> some of the comical, see, I did it to myself. What are some of the common obstacles that you see people facing when they're trying to make positive changes in their lives? Yeah, I would say the, the common obstacles would be just getting started, you know, starting on this new journey of, of, of personal growth and, and really looking introspectively at, at what's going on or what's not working. You know, for me, you know, I, I never want to admit when I'm doing something wrong or I never want to admit there's a part of me that, that I don't like the face or I don't like to see. And so I think just starting on this new path, this new journey and, and just opening up and, and communicating what's going on inside is is typically a, a huge obstacle. I mean, you know, there's this external world that's going on, right, which is what we're experiencing, we're talking about consciously. And then there's like this internal world that's going on, which is the thoughts and the memories in our mind. And so just getting that information out is, is challenging at times, just like opening up. It's, it's such a powerful, powerful journey or powerful process to just express yourself or to allow yourself to open up. Okay. How can our listeners right now start to identify some of the underlying beliefs and fears that are preventing them from embracing growth and change? So, I mean, for me, it's, it's, it's really putting yourself in, in an environment where somebody can see these blind spots. So for me, it's like, I have coaches, I have therapists, I have people that can, can pinpoint these unconscious behaviors and say, Hey, Ryan, this is a pattern that I'm seeing. And, and by them pointing it out to me, then I can start to see what's happening and it gives me the ability to, to make changes or to progress in that area. Okay. Now, see, I, I want to sit on that for just a second, guys. Understand, okay? Coaches have coaches. None of us are perfect. Mm -hmm. None of us have it all worked out. I, I have a business coach because business is not my strong point, right? And so I went to a business coach so I can learn because I, I don't know it as well. And I know I'm making mistakes in mine, right? And we have other mentors and coaches. Ryan does too, right? It's okay to work with somebody who can give you a different perspective. That doesn't make you weak. It doesn't mean that there's something wrong with you. It means you're human like the rest of us. And, and that's okay to want to walk with somebody to need that extra hand. Think of it as, you know, you, you don't have a problem going to a friend, right? When you need that, you don't necessarily go, Oh no, I can't turn to my friend when, when I need some advice or an idea or some help or a different perspective. Coaching is the same way. All of us need a hand at some point in our lives. And that's cool. That's okay. So sorry. I, I just got to get off my high horse there, but it's like, I I've seen so many guys who are like, well, you know, working with a coach, isn't that kind of, there's nothing wrong with it, man. It, it doesn't make you less of a man. It doesn't make you weak. It just means that like the rest of us, you got some work to do. Um, so sorry, that that's just one of those things I've seen come up way too often. that just freaks me out. Like, no, I love it. I, I love it, dude. And, and it speaks to the, the first statement of like just getting started, like just having that conversation, just the willingness to open up and to communicate with somebody. And, and eventually what, what starts to happen is, is you can, you know, it, it's all about proximity, right? Like you want to condense time. You want to travel down a road 
that somebody has already gone down so that you can skip out on the obstacles or the challenges or the gaps that they may have already experienced. And, and 95% of what we do on a daily basis is unconscious behavior anyway. So we're not even aware of what's going on. So it's so important to have somebody just giving that perspective and just saying, hey, take a look at that blind spot. Hey, take a look at that pattern. Hey, take a look at that behavior. And it gives you the opportunity to make these decisions or make these changes. And so to your point, yeah, man, I, I think I have like four coaches at this point in my life. I, I have a business coach. I have an inner child coach that, that helps me deal with my, my childhood trauma when, when stuff gets triggered and stuff comes up. I have a fitness and, and a health coach. And then I have, you know, a sponsor. I'm in recovery. So I guess I consider him a coach, but yeah. See, it's all good stuff, guys. That's, this is men being real, helping men. And that's mm. cool. That's, that's what community, that's what brotherhood's about, right? We talked about finding your tribe all around here and finding that brotherhood because we're stronger together. It, we just are. That's the way we're designed to work. So now, Ryan, this actually kind of segued nicely. I didn't even intend to segue like this, but uh, people struggle with resistance because of negative feedback or criticism and you know, how, how do we help people move past that and get to a point where they're not as, I don't know, uh, vulnerable to that? To yeah, make... so like what, sorry. No, you're good. So like what's coming to me is 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 this, this statement that Tony always says, it's like where you resist persists, right? It's like where you're feeling a block, that means there's an opportunity to grow. And it goes back to, the, the the core limiting belief that most humans have is, is wanting to be loved or wanting to be accepted. And so I, I do this too. I, I'm so worried that if I make this decision, what are people going to think of me? And so it, it's, it's so common, you know, something that actually just came up for me recently. Um, you know, I, I've been, I've been pretty much single for like the last four years and I just met a woman and I've been, I've been scared. I've been scared to want to get into this relationship because I'm so worried of like, what other people are going to think. I'm so worried of, of what I'm thinking about myself. And so actually <laughs> today I, I actually, you know, we, we, I guess officially became <laughs> boyfriend, girlfriend. And, and, and I share this because it's like the, the fear that I was experiencing for the last, you know, five or six weeks. Um, is real. And, 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 and so, but like, once I was able to like lean into it and, and the fear that was coming up for me was like, I'm feeling insecure. And so like this morning I was talking to her and I was like, you know, I, I feel really insecure and, and, and I, and I'm, and I, and I don't want to burden you with like what's going on inside of me. And she's like, we'll, we'll just share what's going on. And then as soon as I was able to share that I'm feeling insecure and, and I'm just scared and, and I, you know, I have been in a relationship in a long time immediately the pressure was released. I, I wasn't fearful anymore. And I was like, you know what? Like, this is, this is something I want. This is something that I will enjoy. And so let me just be present and let me just enjoy this moment rather than allowing my mind to prevent me from getting into something that I ultimately always wanted. Okay. I love it, man. I love it. The vulnerability is powerful, right? People tend to feel fear vulnerability, but there's a, there's a power in vulnerability because we all have moments. We all have places to work, things that we have to deal with and process. And there's there's a lot of power in, in being able to just have a vulnerable, honest conversation with people. So thank you for sharing that. Do 
do you think in your experience that cultural and social factors influence people's resistance to per personal development? I mean, it, it's, it's pretty common. I mean, I would say that most people, I mean, even me growing up, like my, my father was, 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 you know, don't, you know, men don't cry. And, you know, if, if you're injured, just walk it off. And so it's just, yeah, I mean, it's, it's, it's wild, but it's, 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 I'm so far from that today because I realized that if, if I'm not releasing this, this internal energy that's going on inside of me, then it, it's going to fester into some sort of disease. I'm going to get sick or I'm going to end up exploding on somebody. I mean, typically for, you know, there was a time when I, I used to go to anger management cause I, I was very explosive. I would, I would just blow up all the time. And a lot of it had to do with me, my unwilling being taught by my dad to like suck it up and like, don't communicate what's going on. And, and that I realized you know, almost getting in trouble that, Hey, I need to do something about this. I need to be able to like really express myself and let people know what's going on. And so it's, it's, you know, very common for, for, for men, especially to, to be taught as children, to, to be tough and to, to be, you're the man of the house. You need to, you need to, you need to be, be strong for the family. And so it like being vulnerable or communicating at times could be, could seem like a sign of weakness. And it's actually a sign of strength. And I think you mentioned it earlier about vulnerability. It's such a powerful way to to allow people in to really see what's going on. And you, and you also said earlier, like it, we're, we're stronger together. You know, like even just this conversation that we're having here, like it's allowing us to get connected. It's allowing us to really see inside of us and 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 introspectively what's going on. And and there's this opportunity for love and connection, which is one of the human needs that every human has. And so, yeah. Do you, uh, do you watch much television? I really don't. You know, it's interesting. I, I, I guess I'll do like a Netflix movie here and there, or I'll watch sports if, if there's some kind. But I'm so busy. I, I, I don't really watch that much TV now. What do yeah. you got? I, I've cut back on the majority of what I watch. But every now and then the show will come out. It's like, okay, I want to see that series, right? Uh, I love I love The Witcher. Okay. With Henry Hill. Um, but at one point, right, this guy's super like badass and et cetera, et cetera. Right. And he's standing at this banquet and settling an argument between a couple of Lords. And he very humbly is like, well, the Lords would know better than I, cause I got my ass kicked, blah, 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 blah. Right. And totally just bowed to these, you know, stuffed shirt nobility that would die in any fight with him. And the queen was like, you're going to come sit with me because any man who can throw himself under the table that openly is, you know, has what it takes to really stand, right? If you're mm -hmm. that sure that you can throw yourself under the table and be open like that about your failures, then that you, you have a strength that's just incredible. I was like, wow, TV got something mm -hmm. really right. <laughs> yeah, yeah doesn't happen very often but every now and then you get it it's like wow okay that made the whole series worth watching right there that one nugget now guys we've been discussing some common things that really kind of get in your way of growing and hold you back from being your best self next part of the show we're going to dive into some personal development for anyone things that will help anybody everyone man woman child doesn't matter we're gonna roll to our sponsor and we will be right back with more from ryan zofe how well do you sleep at night do you toss and turn and wake up more tired than when you went to bed? Sleep is commonly one of the critical elements people fall short on in their life. The quality of sleep you get directly affects your ability to control your weight, your ability to add muscle, your stress levels, and your everyday job and life performance. 
If you're ready to move to the next level, then sleep has to be part of the plan. Check out our friends at ghostbed.com if you're ready to get your best sleep. I love my ghost bed. I've been sleeping on one for a couple of years and has made a huge difference in how I sleep. Hit ghostbed.com and use the code thefallibleman 30 to get 30% off your order and start getting better night's sleep tomorrow. Now, let's go on to the show. Welcome back, guys. In the first part of the show, we were discussing some common things that prevent people from growing in their best selves and really achieving what they want to. In this part of the show, we're going to discuss some personal development that can be applied to anybody looking to grow. So, Ryan, in your experience, what's how, how can people start to identify their core values and start to align them with their personal goals? I would say based on the outcomes of their current life, right? It's like, that, you know, I've learned this saying, it's like measure results, change activities. And so if the result of my life isn't where I want it to be, then I need to change the activities, which would be how I'm showing up or, or how I'm presenting myself in those moments. And so what, what comes to me is the three dimensions of a relationship. So this is a practice that I've implemented in my life that has significantly changed the trajectory of my life, has significantly changed my relationships. And it's, it's ultimately give me everything that I'm looking for. And so the three dimensions of a relationship, the first dimension is it's all about me. This relationship exists specifically for my needs only. And so if you think about that, right, it's like if I'm showing up into a relationship, which there was a time in my life when I would do that, not, not long ago, I was showing up in relationships and, and only looking at what I can gain from that relationship. And as soon as that individual or that situation wasn't giving me what I needed, I would then move on. And so you ask yourself, well, imagine how that person may feel in that type of a relationship. They would feel used, they wouldn't feel important, they wouldn't feel loved. And that was that's where I existed for some time. And then I, I thought I evolved, and which is the second dimension of a relationship, which is what society says is equal or equality, right? There's this equal relationship. And so I would show up in those types of relationships thinking that I was improving, thinking that my life was really getting to where I wanted to be. But if you think about it, if, if we're sitting here in this equal relationship or or this relationship that, that we're, we're keeping score, then imagine how somebody may feel if I'm sitting here evaluating every move that they're making. And so if I give you five and you give me back five, that relationship exists, that, that's fair. But as soon as you stop giving me what I think you should, all of a sudden I'm pulling back, I'm withholding from that relationship. And then you would say that would be a conditional relationship. And I would find myself in those relationships quite often. And, and where I've evolved to over the last year and a half to two years is the third dimension of a relationship, which is your needs are my needs. And so in order to, to meet somebody's needs, you have to fill up your cup first. And so what I've learned with this is I have to take care of myself. I have to be willing to speak to those coaches that I don't want to speak to. I have to be willing to have those difficult conversations when I don't want to have those difficult conversations and to, to feed my mind with meditation, feed my mind with, with, with spiritual outlets and, and really just take care of myself, you know, whether that's fitness or, or in the gym. And, and once my cup is full, then I'm able to deliver those needs of those around me and, and doing it unconditionally, doing it without expectation. You know, and, and one of my mentors told me, if you turn your expectations into appreciations, you're, you'll have a completely different life experience. And that's what happened. That has what that is what has happened for me in the third dimension of a relationship. Okay. Now, I know one of the things I've experienced with other, working with other men is there's a lot of negative self-talk in the back of our heads a lot of times. 
and those impact our self-limiting beliefs, right? They just kind of compound those. What are some effective strategies to help overcome those limiting beliefs and that, especially that negative self-talk in the back of our heads? Yeah. So I, I think what's important is to really understand like why that negative self-talk is actually happening. And so I said it earlier, 95% of, of our mind is unconscious, right? So we're not even aware of what's going on. And so fear is, is the core driver in that negative self-talk. And so you ask yourself, well, why is this happening to me? And your unconscious brain, its entire existence is to keep you alive. And so your unconscious brain is constantly scanning the horizon and finding what's wrong with every situation. And so the human mind has about 65 to 70,000 thoughts a day. 85% of those thoughts happen to be negative thoughts. About 85 to 90% of those negative thoughts happen to be repetitive thoughts because your brain is, is, is exploring what's wrong, what's wrong with the situation because it's designed to protect you. And so one of the strategies that, that I've used, it, which, is, which is very simple, is, is like what you're focusing on, right? What you focus on, you feel. And so if I'm focusing on what's wrong, then I'm going to feel those disempowering emotions. If I'm focusing on what's right, then I'm going to feel empowering emotions. And here's what's interesting is there's only two options, <laughs> empowering or disempowering. And so if I know my, my human makeup, my, 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 my biological brain is designed to find what's wrong in every situation, I have to consciously practice to focus on what's right. I have to constantly practice to focus on what I can control. I have to consciously practice to focus on what I do have versus what I don't have or focus on the present versus the past or the future. And it's a conditioning. It's a practice. It's like going to the gym and working a muscle. You're strengthening that emotional muscle to focus on what you can control, focus on what you do have. And if you do that, you'll start to experience a much different life. And, and what you focus on, you feel. What you feel is the experience of life, right? And so meaning, the meaning you give life equals the emotion that you experience. And you can give any situation any meaning you want. And, and emotion is energy in motion. And so where focus goes, energy flows. And so that's, that's a practice that I've, ex that I've been working on for the last four years. And, and that's why I've been able to have this sense of freedom and a sense of peace and a sense of serenity because I'm focusing on what I can focus on. Okay. Now, guys, if you're getting something out of this, do all the good no social media nonsense that I hate hit the like button, leave us a review on Apple Pod, whatever. You guys know the drill. I'm sorry. I, I hate even asking for that crap anymore. <laughs> Such a distraction from what we're trying to do here. Yeah. Now, Ryan, how can a person, right? This is one of the biggest things I, I run into with people is, right? Is how do we balance our personal and our professional goals and start to feel that sense of achievement as we develop ourselves in the areas of our lives? Yeah, so w when I think of that, I, you know, think of like balancing, right? Like if you're on a, um, like if, if you're trying to like balance, like think about how uncomfortable that is, right? So a lot of times we think like, oh, we need to find balance. Like, I don't know, for me, it's, it's very difficult to, to get comfortable balancing. And so it, it goes back to like my disbursement of energy, right? And so it, it's, it's a practice, right? It's like, you have to literally sit down and map out your entire week. What I've learned is to live out of my calendar, and so I literally timestamp everything that I'm supposed to do, follow through with what I'm supposed to do, non-negotiables. When I put it in my calendar, it's a must. 
There's no such thing as like, oh, I'll, I'll push it off. And, and once you start, and it's going to be difficult. The first couple of weeks, it's going to be difficult because you're going to be, you're not going to be used to being so rigid and, and being so, so time specific. But then all of a sudden, what will start to happen is you'll realize how much time you've been wasting. And so literally like I, I, I am, I, I, I have, I have 450 employees. I have nine treatment centers in five states. I am building a personal brand. I'm speaking on stages. I'm doing five to six podcasts a week. I go to three or four recovery meetings a week. I speak to four coaches for four hours each week. I go to the gym. I eat meal plans. And so I, I tell you this because I am doing more in my life today than I've ever done. And I feel like I have more time today than I've ever had. So it's, it's kind of like an oxymoron. It's crazy. But I've mastered my calendar. I've mastered my structure. And see, consistency makes the non-believers believers. And the person that needs to believe the most is yourself. And so once you have evidence that this structure works, then it's going to be second nature for you. Then it becomes a part of you. Then it's like routine. Then it's like waking up every day and that's your structure. And then you can just build on that momentum. You can't build on failure. You can only build on success. And so, and success is not a straight line up. And so you understand that it's, you're going to have good days. You're going to have bad days. You're going to have good days. You're going to have bad days, but it's the progression. It's, it's, it's just constantly looking to do a little bit better every single day or every single week or every single month. And then all of a sudden your weeks turns into months your months turned into years and then all of a sudden a decade goes by and you're like, holy crap, like this is my life after 10 years. And that's been my experience. Okay. Now, Ryan, here, here's big takeaway portions, right? Our listeners today are listening to two guys that talk about personal development a lot. And there's a lot in the background of their head going, well, you guys do this all the time. You guys talk about this all the time. This is kind of your lifestyle, but realistically right the rest of us live in the real world what are the first three steps our listeners can implement right now to start their journey in personal development first i would my, my first step would be telling you to, to to shift your belief right as soon as because there's two options in life either yes i can do it or no i cannot do it and so that's the only choices you have and once i realized that my life significantly changed because either it's like, yes, I can do it or no, I can't do it. So start saying yes, start saying yes to every opportunity that you possibly have. And your belief systems are going to start to change. I know it's going to be difficult, but it's, it's about building up that muscle. Think about going to the gym for the first time. The first time you walk into the gym, you're not going to be benching the weight that you want to bench or lifting the weight that you want to lift or looking the way you want to look. But if you go to the gym long enough, eventually you'll start to see some gains. You'll start to see some progress. And so that's the same concept with, with saying yes eventually it's going to start to become much easier to say yes. And then you're going to find more time to actually implement those things that you're saying yes to. That would be my first step, right? Second step would be get a coach, find somebody that you look up to, find somebody that, that has something that you want, find somebody that has traveled down the road that you want to travel down and, and, and inquire for that individual, find out if he will work with you and don't accept no for an answer. If this person is too busy or he has a lot going on, that's more of a reason why you want them because if they're busy doing their life, then that means they're practicing the life that you probably want to live. And the, the third step would be getting into the gym is, is so important. Your physiology, your body, your temple, it's so important to condition yourself. And so if, if you literally can't jump on a treadmill and run for a mile, that's, that's your, your, your focus goes where as far as your physiology will let you. And so it's a conditioning. So today in my life, I literally train as if I'm a professional athlete. I don't play a professional sport, but I literally take 
I, I consider my life as, as, as uh, I live my life as if I'm a professional and I'm living life as a professional, everything that I do, it's intentional. When I'm going to meet a friend for, for, for coffee, I'm, I'm intentional. I'm present. I'm there. I'm with them. My phone's on the side. I'm giving them undivided attention. And that takes energy. That is not easy. Speaking on stages, doing podcasts, that takes a lot of energy. And so the only way that you're going to be able to exist in this new life or this new 2.0 version of yourself is you have to be conditioned to actually take on these new responsibilities. And so that would be my three steps. All right. What's next for Ryan Zolfair? So what's next for me is, is, is I'm, I'm, I'm obsessing and finding every possible opportunity to share my story and to create change in this world and, and to have positive impact. You know, I've been through so much in my life and I've had so many challenges that I've been able to overcome. And I want to give those gifts to other people because, you know, being a seventh grade dropout, you know, in and out of juvenile detention facilities for two years as a child, experiencing death, October 8th, 2001, I was in an automobile accident. I was trauma hooked to the hospital. I was pronounced dead at the, the scene of a crime. Um, I was looking at 25 to life and to, to be in the position that I'm in today is, is almost like unbelievable, but it's the work. It's, 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 it's what I've been willing to do to get to where I'm at today. And, and, and I just want to honor you for allowing me on your show because this is the start of it, right? I, I want the world to know what's possible. doesn't matter where you've come from. You can achieve and overcome anything. And that's been my experience. And so I'm not sitting here, yes, a super successful entrepreneur. It wasn't always that way. There was a lot. The majority of my life has been a challenge. I've just recently, over the last 10 years, have had some success. The, the prior 27 years may not have looked so successful, and it definitely didn't feel so good. And so, but that's my consistency to showing up and doing what's uncomfortable. And so what's next for me, man, is, is changing the world. <laughs> it's a good, it's a good goal, right? Now guys, as you can see, we barely scratched the surface with Ryan. Uh, as a podcast, that was one of the hardest things for me is trying to iron down. Cause I, I can't do four hour episodes. I'm not Joe Rogan, right? Uh, <laughs> not all of us can do the four to six hour episodes like Joe, but trying to I, I meet such incredible people all the time and it's like how do i get a fraction of your story and focus on like you know one thing where our audience can take something away from it so guys the best way to follow up because you can hear there's a lot more about ryan is to go catch up with ryan ryan is we level up the best place to find you or where do you want people to find you yeah, so there's welevelup.com is, is the organization where they can go to my Instagram, ryan.zofe um, is also another way. Follow me on Instagram. We And on Instagram, I'll, I'll do a lot of posts. I do personal development seminars every six to eight weeks. We have another one coming up March 25th and 26th. It's free. Um, I, I allow anybody that wants to come and, and to transform their life. It's a way for me to give back. It's a way for me to, to, to serve the community, and, and I'm honored to do so. And so you can come to the event. Follow me on social media, or you can go to our website and reach out to us there. Send us an email. Now, guys, as always, we'll have all of Ryan's links in the show notes or in the description, whatever platform you're checking the show out on. But Ryan, before we wrap this up, what is the biggest takeaway you want our audience to hear today from you? I would say the biggest takeaway is, is really just lean in and start to love yourself. You know, love all those parts of yourself, understanding that, you know, it's, 
you know, we're, we're, you know, for me, I'm my own worst critic. Right. And, and I, and I know so many people that, that, that think that they should be somewhere else in life or think that they shouldn't have been dealt the hand that they've been dealt with. And, and just to shift that perspective and, and to start looking at it as a gift and, and you'll start to find the gift, right? The mind is a problem solving mechanism. So the mind is designed to answer questions that you ask it. So if you ask it a shitty question, you're going to get a shitty answer. And so if you ask yourself, why is my life so shitty? You're going to find a shitty answer. But if you ask yourself, like, why was this a gift? Why was this such a beautiful opportunity? You're going to find the grace and the love in that. And so my, my wish for you is, is just to start loving yourself. Guys, there's a lot to unpack from this. And there's a whole lot more. Like I was, I was digging, I was over on your TikTok and your Instagram, uh, this morning actually before the show and man you got a lot of good stuff going on there you've, you've got some social media skills i don't have so I'm, i <laughs> now, believe you, i you, and listen bro i think i and i think i absolutely suck <laughs> so thank you because i'm like i hate it man i'm like this is not this is not easy man it's funny i uh, i started like three years ago and i've really only have been doing it for probably like the last like four or five months man because it's been so scary to, to get on there, to do these videos, to get on podcasts. I get it, man. Fear is real and, and you're hearing it real time, you know? So I, I, I commend you for even doing this podcast. Cause I've talked about doing a podcast for five years and I still have not done it. So <laughs> it's, it's a different animal, right? Everything you go from YouTube to social media, to podcasting, they're, they're very different animals. And the more you take on, the more draining it is. I mean, I'll, I'll say that since I do both YouTube podcasting and social media, yeah, it's so, so stretching like everything has its own rules guys we have been getting so much out of this conversation ryan thank you for taking the time to hang out with us today and be on the show guys go check out what ryan's got going on okay i'm telling you we barely scratched the surface here today and as always be better tomorrow because of what you do today we'll see you on the next one this has been the fallible man podcast your home for everything man husband and father be sure to subscribe so you don't miss a show. Head over to www.thefallibleman.com for more content and get your own Fallible Man gear.